This is the Fitness Tech Podcast show number 39, recorded the last day of July, July 31st, 2011. I am your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting from the Average Guy Studios here in sunny, hot, sweltering Bellevue, Nebraska. And uh, we post this podcast each week to theaverageguy.tv. You can contact the show. Just send me an email, podcast at theaverageguy.tv, or follow us on Facebook. Just search for The Average Guy Podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter at Jay Collison. Uh, we're doing it a little different. The Fitness Tech Podcast has moved away from the studios, and we're now all Skype all the time. And I have Jamie Eichmeyer with me this evening. Jamie, how are you doing? Great. How are you doing, Jim? I am doing well. This is different for us. We uh, it is typically in the studio, sitting about three feet from each other. And uh, and since right. you've moved on, we talked a little bit in the last podcast about you moving home, and yep. we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, tonight and kind of some of the challenges that you've had. But um, now that you've moved home, we've we kind of had to set a new schedule and figure out new ways to do podcasting. <laughs> and so you're home, you got a headset, you're on your laptop, and uh, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, it's working pretty well, smoother than I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was. We'd said 9 o'clock, and you actually caught, uh, caught up to me a little bit early. I thought for sure we would have hardware problems <laughs> getting you to get that set up. And actually, it was my... It was my side that had a, I had a few little sound problems uh, to get going tonight, but uh, you're up and running. It's great. Great to see you. Yeah, this is this is wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, you bet. It it really. I mean, it allow us. We 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 have been running on the weekends, but it's a little hard to do a podcast when you're out there running. Uh, yes. Like like we've been doing. So <laughs> it's it's good to uh, to get on this. So this is what I do, Jamie. These all the other podcasts work this way. You're the only one uh, for the most part. I guess Andrew on the financial tech oh, podcast that we studio. do. Uh, he and I meet in the studio about every three mm-hmm. or four weeks. And in fact, we have one coming up next Tuesday. So there'll be oh, a new cool. financial tech podcast coming out. He's just such a stud. He's a good guy. <laughs> He is. Uh, and, What's and that one about? That's all finance. So f- financial, the financial markets and technology. And he comes with, you know, he's a certified financial planner now. So he, he comes just with all kinds of smart stuff. Oh, that's awesome. He's yeah. great. He is. He's a good guy. And then home tech, you know, we do Thursday nights. Uh, we do that one actually live. And maybe sometime when we wow. get big enough or good enough or whatever, we could do this one live. That'd that's fun, true. Wouldn't it? So talk to callers. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They could, they could uh, uh, put stuff in and chat. So um, yeah, so we're we're live. We're on. We're not really live. We're, you and I are live, but we're on, right, right. We're on Skype. And we're pulling this off kind of the old-fashioned way. Um, Jamie, you and I have uh, since your departure. Uh, first, I want to talk about our fitness because we've kind of found a new fitness routine. Um, we used to run during the week, and yep. now we're kind of reduced to weekends. Yeah, so far, uh, I thought I'd be able to keep my weekly runs, but that hasn't worked out so far. But at least we can run together on the weekends and still get our long runs in. And on Saturday, we did some interval training, so that was great. But uh, it really helps having someone there meeting you to hold you accountable. Otherwise, I'm like, oh, I'll just sleep in or I'll do it <laughs> later. And, Later yeah. never happens. <laughs> it's even hard for the trainer, right? I mean, you're it a trainer, is. and I think some people think that you just automatically, automatically get it done. Have yeah, have the pass where I don't have any barriers, and I'm just human like everyone else. Yeah. So, 
since getting home, uh, you know, there that that's been a tough transition for you in some ways. What what have you learned? I mean, you've been home two weeks now. Two weeks. What's worked well? What hasn't worked well from from your fitness patterns? Um, so far, um, it's starting to work. I was able to make it on Friday. I'm like, okay, so starting tomorrow, I'm going to start the week out right. And I set my alarm for 6:30, and on Friday, I slept in probably till about seven, but then I'm like, well, I still have a good half hour. I could still get in at least two miles. So I quick changed a little bit and got two miles in and I felt so much better because before I was so tired. I'm like, oh, I'm just dragging. And I'm like, well, why would this be? Why am I so tired? It's because I wasn't getting my workouts in and that makes a huge difference for my energy levels. So I'm like, okay, I need this for myself. And it's just like a mental clearing, you know, exercise for me and helps me sleep better. And then I'm not so cranky. So I'm like, I just have to get this and I have to do it. And it's my only time I'm by myself with no one around me. So it's just like a good, you know, um, de-stressing moment in me time. Everyone need, needs their own personal me time. So right. getting st- that alarm at 630, that's key. Now and then I need to start getting in my strength training workouts. I have been putting the kids on my back for push-ups and then holding <laughs> them for lunges, and that's been working well. What do they do? How do they respond to that? Are they, are they okay with that? This, oh, yeah. They're laughing the whole time. They, they, think, they think that's okay? Funny. And then they think I'm going to give them, like, horse rides or something. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> it's just for push-ups. Just for push-ups. Yeah. It, yeah on the couch and they'll um, go on my legs for a horse ride and it gets good quad work in. So I'm like, wow, this is just like the leg extension machine. (laughs) So when you were, you know, you're a full-time trainer, you've been a trainer for a while now, last four or five years, six years, years? eight years. Okay. Eight years. And you coached ladies, right? Who were, who were both. And some men too. And guys, but I mean, Um, now in, in, I'm sure that you had some folks who, who were in your scenario, right? Where they were working and then they went home and do you have a little bit of a different perspective maybe now that you, you've been home for two weeks full time on how how difficult it might be to really, I have more empathy now (laughs) for, for people's excuses. Cause I'm like, yeah, these are, you know, real challenges that everyone has. Before I'm like, oh, you can work past that. You can schedule into your day. But yeah, you say that, but actually doing it is the key. And that's, I mean, everything has to fall in perfectly, basically, for that to happen. Or you just have to force yourself. And then at that point, if you're forcing yourself, you don't like to do it. Mm -hmm. So just making it a habit. So you start liking it and enjoy it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, one of the one of the things I told you in a couple of weeks ago when you're first going home is I said give yourself four to eight weeks to kind of figure out some patterns. Yes. So you're, we're probably still a little early in the mix. Um, you're still trying to figure things out. We've we seem to have the weekends down, and those seem to be working well. We're getting you know somewhere between twelve and thirteen miles in on the weekends, um, mm-hmm. but. Where, where typically you had, I mean, you had massive uh, accountability at Gallup because they oh were my gosh. in all the time and you were working out with people and you were working people out. 
exactly and i was teaching yeah. classes and i'm like wow I, I have the best definition i've had in a long time and now i'm like oh it's going away and i need to get that back and i'm like okay i'm gonna start p90x i'm like oh i don't know if i want to start with p90x and then i'm like oh maybe i'll do the videos on tv i'm like nah i don't want to do videos on tv and i'm like i should just do the workouts i made at work because i taught the classes i know what they are so i think i'm gonna go with that because it worked well for me and Sometimes on TV, I'm like, no, I don't like how they're focusing too much on one body part. I like it more equalized, and I just like doing my own thing. So, starting tomorrow. Oh, good. Well, and then when we we podcast next, then I can report on that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's you know, it's a it's a transition time, and I think folks need to give themselves some time to transition into yes. a new routine because it's really hard. It's kind of hard it to is. find, and I, I'll. Uh, I'll be honest, I've struggled uh, to make these weekend runs work, and we've got two or three under our belt, and right. and I'm I'm starting to get in a groove with them now, and my so my weekly workouts are changing to kind of maximize the weekend, where it used to be the week, the, the weekly workouts were the Me most too. important, and then I was de-emphasizing the weekends, so yes. it's it's kind of a different, just kind of a different way of looking at it, so. Right, right, and... You just have to be realistic with the workouts. You know, don't go, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to go gangbusters and do the full P90X. I'm like, no, I just need to ease into this so I don't overwhelm myself. Otherwise, I'm just going to quit. It's easy kinda to like, do. Yeah, kind of like New Year's resolutions, you know? Right, right. We've said that 100 million times on the podcast. Oh, yeah. uh, start easy, you easy. know, and, and work your way into it. You know, one of the things we did this weekend, uh, and I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised how well it worked, um, I've struggled in the heat. We're here in the Omaha area, and it's just been just blazing so, hot. Right, so humid. It, like your sweat won't even evaporate because it's so humid outside. Yeah, so you're just you're just hot. I've had and, I've struggled with the endurance part yeah. of it, right? And so we've we've been changing up the workout some to get a little more speed in with some rest intervals in there, and yes. that that's worked really well for us. That has worked really well. And I figured out, I think I know why I was so hungry yesterday because those intervals like kicked my metabolism into overdrive like uh, instantly. And yeah. I'm like, I am so hungry. Whereas today I'm like, no, not that hungry. Not like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So intervals, that's a major. It was good. So we, we did, we had a, we had about a five and a half or six mile loop and we ran the first half of it just, just jogging. And, yes. and I was really struggling and I said, let's stop. And we stopped. And then we started, when we started running again, we took off really fast and it felt really good. I was like, it did. this feels better than that jogging stuff. And that so was... we were running a 10th or two tenths of a mile, uh, sometimes mm -hmm. maybe short, a little short of a quarter. And then we'd walk a 10th and then repeat. And we must've done that five, six, seven times, you think? I think so. Yeah. Well, at least for a mile and a half, if not two miles, right? Or more. So it really did. It kind of really made that workout. It changed it in a lot of ways. Where I was kind of dreading the end of it, and by the time we got to the to the end, I was like, "This is this is really great." I was kind um, of thinking we should have did that today. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of did, right? I mean, yeah. we just did long mile intervals. So we did. on the last three, we would run a mile, and then take a quick break and then run another mile. And it really did give the body an opportunity to cool down a little bit. It was pretty warm. Exactly. And, uh, I'd encourage folks, you got to be really, really careful in this kind of weather. Um, everybody's experiencing some kind of heat. 
Uh, make sure you're well hydrated, of course, and and make sure you take breaks. You don't want to push it, right? You don't want to push that too hard. And, no, not and, at all. And um, you know, have some kind of injury, some kind of heat-related injury. I think Thursday I pushed it really hard. Uh, day, uh, Dave and I went out for a four and a half miler, and I came in just face very warm. Ooh. I was I was kind of cold. You know, no. some of, some of those I was starting to get the shivers. You know, kind of. Heat exhaustion kind of yes. thing that's kicking in. That's so, not good. Listen to your body in this in these extreme, both extreme heat and extreme cold. Listen to your body. Um, you know, I went on a run with you last winter that I wasn't dressed for appropriately, and I got I got overly cold, and that you did that one hurt. So just be careful what you're right. doing out there. So and like hydration makes all the difference. If you're well hydrated, then your body is more able to adapt and cool itself down. Whereas if you're dehydrated, it's gonna struggle, and then it's harder to sweat too because it's just pulling all those electrolytes out. So yeah. that's something to think yeah. about. We have been sweating. That's yeah. That's for sure. So any other Jamie? Any other lessons that you've learned uh, from being home for two weeks? Um. So I thought I'd dig out all these cool new healthy recipes and look into the Jillian Michaels cookbook, and I haven't opened that yet. <laughs> <laughs> you over kind of you always kind of overestimate, don't you? I do. Yeah, I'm a, not, not you in general. I mean, right? yes, you, but we <laughs> tend to do that when we've you know exactly. it's a brand new situation, and you're thinking, oh, I'm just gonna nail this thing, right? Right. I think that's just like the human response, you know. Right. You have all this huge list to do, and I'm like, oh, I haven't touched much of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's only been two weeks, right? I yeah, mean, only I, two weeks. I think we uh, underestimate, or we tend to overestimate what can be done in a month, and underestimate right. what can be done in a year. So, oh, it, for sure. It's um, you still got plenty of time. Definitely, but I'm super happy about getting my runs in on the weekends, and then I got that um, shorter run in on Friday, and then starting this week, um, adding strength training in and more weekly runs, and then um, I have been cooking more at home, so that was my first goal, but my real goal is to dig new healthy recipes out, but I'll get there eventually. I'm like, oh, one step at a time, Yeah. and then um, read more research. So I'm thinking, okay, the days that I accidentally sleep a little too long and I can't run outside, then I can read my research articles while I'm on the elliptical for um, a good cross-training Oh, there you workout. go. Yeah. There you go. So I'm like, yeah, this is doable. I was just psyching myself out thinking, oh, if I don't get in three, four miles, then what's, what's, why should I even go out? It's not worth it. But I'm like, no, that's not the attitude. It is worth it. At least two miles is better than nothing. Right. That's yeah. like a bar I would have had. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it's tough though. That is a tough transition if you've been working out a lot. And yeah. then, and then all of, all of a sudden you stop. There is a tendency to say, "Oh, I can't just do a twenty minute workout." When you really can, right? You can yeah. really get after it um, sure. for just twenty. Do it hard. Stairs. Uh, one of the workouts I did last week was just to grab a twenty pound kettlebell, and I just carried it up five flights of stairs five times. It took about twenty minutes to to get that done, and and. By the time you're done, you I mean I was I was exhausted. And oh. It's a 20 minute workout. That's right. And just adding that weight, you know, really increases the resistance of the workout and increases the calorie burn too. So, that's a good change up. But yeah. I'm like 
Yeah, just changing things up and not going the full Monty. I'm like, that's okay if I do some. You know, I don't have to kill myself. Right, right. And, you know, it's just, I don't know about you. I've struggled to work out at home, and I wonder who else does. Um, you know, it's some people are really good at it, but I just cannot work out in my own house. So that that means I got to go outside and do something, or I got to go to the gym and do something. Yes. Um, and that's tripped me up in the past. Now that I work at Gallup and we have a fitness center, um, that really does help. But man, if it's if I didn't have that, it's I do not like to work out in my house. I guess you know if folks are listening and and they, I'd love to hear from you if you if you struggle with that same thing because I felt like I'm kind of weird in that way. I my house is too constricting. I don't have a workout room, and not everybody has one. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, right. you know, let it, let me know podcast at the average guy TV. I'd love to hear about how you're getting around it. That, that might be, a, it's been a while since we've gotten the listener, uh, letter. So it would be good to, uh, to hear from you guys. Let us know what you're doing and how you're getting around some of that. And, and maybe even tell us how you're getting through the summer heat. It's, uh, it's been hot just about everywhere. And it'd be great to know what folks are doing, what kind of creative workouts they're doing to get around the heat. And let us know how you're fitting it. If you have a pack schedule, how do you fit it into your day? And what tricks do you have for others that may help everyone else? Yeah, that'd be nice. And we'll, yeah. we'll read them right here and, and uh, mention your name. Make sure you give us a real first name in there so that uh, we can give you credit for that. But That's right. Yeah, so good. What else you got, Jamie? Um. Well, I found the perfect shoe guide for every runner. We have their stability shoes, and those shoes are for um, people who have mild to moderate overpronation. So that's stability. And then you have the neutral cushioned, which is the minimal, minimal support for runners with minimal pronation. So if you have just regular type arches, you'll want the neutral cushion. Whereas if you have flat arches, you'll want the stability. And then the performance training shoes are those um, that weigh around 10 ounces and they fit like a glove. And then you have your minimal support shoes and they have more like the barefoot feel. And then, um, so Asics, Brooks, Mizunos, New Balance, and Sockneys have shoes under each of these categories. Now, where are so, you looking at this at? Um, Runner's World magazine. Is that online or is that the, the one that you got? The one that I got okay. in the mail. I'm sure that's online as well. Yeah. It's the September 2011 edition. Shoes are really kind of tricky, aren't they? They really are. I mean. I mean, you definitely want to try them on and walk in them, see how they feel, even run a few laps, you know, if there's like a little, I don't know, track in your shoe store. Some shoe stores have that, some don't. But just see how it feels because, I mean, they all feel so different. And I know from my experience, they told me to try like this Asics and then try a Mizuno and a Saucony, and they all felt so different, even though they were for the same purpose. They were a stability shoe, but they just seemed so different. And even like the weight of them for each brand was different. So you just want to try it out and see what feels best for you. Yeah, I think you really you do need to go to a store where the people care about yes. about your feet to begin and with. Where, and where they're knowledgeable about shoes, that yeah. will make the huge difference. Yeah, I, I have... Um, I have often said I, I'd rather pay a little bit more. I mean, shoes, especially for runners, are so important. 
Um, oh, for it, sure. it can make or break. I remember when I first started running uh, three years ago again. So, you know, I ran back in the 90s when I was in the military. And when I got out, I swore I would never run again. I just, I had run an, a, a lifetime of miles in the military under all kinds of crazy circumstances. And I remember I bought this pair of Nike. Now I, I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna go to Kohl's and I'm going to get some Nikes, right? Because those... <laughs> and they're cheap and they're stylish. Yeah. And well, and that's, you know, I didn't know at the time that that department store shoes are made just for looks, really, right? That's yeah. So it's a brand. It's to have a Nike shoe. It's not really made to run in. It's really meant to look good. And, uh, and so I bought that pair of shoes and I remember I went out and ran the bridge and I came in and my feet were all blistered oh. and, 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 uh, Wolf took a look at my shoes and he was like, uh, you probably need to go get a new pair of shoes. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I just bought these. It's like, yeah, oh, man. no, that, that's not right. So, you know, he recommended this local place called Peak Performance here. We've talked about them before, but really do. They take their time. They walk you through. They should show you a couple pair of shoes. They should um, let you try them on, walk or run around the store. If you can, if they have a treadmill, all the better. I know our Bellevue store has a treadmill and, uh, and that I, you know, I put the shoes on and I run on the treadmill um, this last pair of shoes, I didn't. I probably should have. I wish I had of now. I would have. They're, I'm a little. They're a little loose in the heel for me, you know. As oh. I, they just they don't feel just right for me. Oh shoot! And you didn't try those on. I didn't. Uh, there was a different model. It was a newer. It was a newer oh, model, no. and I kind of took. It's like well, model over model. This should be fine. I walked around it, and I thought I was kind of in a hurry. You know, never right. go to the grocery store hungry, and never go to the <laughs> shoe store in a hurry. That is so true. Yeah. And oh. um, so now, that being said, I ran the last marathon in them. I haven't had any problems in them. They just don't feel, they feel like I'm I'm sliding towards the inside oh. of the shoe on them when I'm, That's you know, not good. if I do anything but run straight forward, it feels right. like my heel's a little bit loose. Ooh. So those shoes, I'll have to replace them here in the next month or two anyway. And so they'll they'll go away. I've been considering going to a pair of uh, Asics just to see. Now they I may think not, you would like those. They may not fit right. I know I've tried them before. I've tried some Nikes, and those those don't fit right. Um, right. Certainly these Sauconies that I run in, this is what I've bought from the very beginning. I did have a pair of Brooks for, uh, for a training cycle. They were a, a, a half size too small in the end. They fit my fit foot oh, at first, no. and then my foot got big or... The shoe got small, or I don't know, but I was it was jamming my toes together, which causes blisters, right? You're laughing at me, aren't you? Right. <laughs> well, well, did you buy the shoe half a size bigger no, I, than the yes. normal yeah. shoe? You and did? Fit when I was when I was in the store and I tried it on, it fit. That's weird. It's just after I ran, I think I ran Papillion Half. This would have been last May, so a year ago May. After I ran Papillion Half, those shoes never fit right after that race. Wow. It's weird. They were great. They were light. They were, they were comfortable, but, but my little toe or my, the three little toes uh-huh. would rub up against the, the end. Really? And it would feel, you know how it feels tight. Oh, Sometimes that. you get blisters under your toes because yeah. of that and stuff. Yeah. So take your time. I guess that's what I'm saying here. When you're getting your shoe, you're paying top dollar for them. Take your time and make sure you are getting the shoe that you need. Or it could be in the lightweight shoes, you'll just need a whole size bigger because maybe sometimes they 
like the elastic shrinks or something. Yeah. Jamie, have you ever run, uh, have you ever put elastic, um, the elastic um, uh, ties? What do they call these shoes? Shrew strings is what they call them. No. Have, have I, you ever I used have. the elastic kind? So the triathletes use those. Really? They, yeah. They tie their shoes with these elastic bands and then then they can, you know, they can slip them on very, very quickly, right? Because they just expand out and then they put right. their foot in it. And then it just whoop, goes right back to the and holds. No on. way. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I'm going to have to get that because sometimes when we run, my shoe comes untied. Then you have to stop. You lose momentum. Yeah. You lose where you're at. And then. Yeah, that, that's, that's real common among triathletes. And, uh, and so because they're usually in a hurry when they're changing their shoes, that might right. be something that, that, uh, that you want, might want to try. Where would you find something like that at? I don't know. That's a good – I'll have to ask – you know, we had Dave Seavers on the right. podcast two weeks ago. That would be a great question for him. Does he uh, have that? Yeah, he was – that's where I'd heard – I've seen that oh. as I've watched triathlons on Universal Sports. You know, I've watched right. them throw these shoes on, and I always just thought they were special shoes. Well, they're special shoes, but they also have special laces that, that – um, that they use. And wow. Yeah, hmm. you know, you know what's another good friend during the summer is that uh, that body glide stuff. You know, as as the, yes. su- the summer, lots of moisture, lots of opportunities for for chafing. Um, Jamie, do you think people are a little embarrassed by that? I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> well, it'd be easy to put that on. People won't know, and then you won't have blisters and feel horrible while you're yeah. running well and for guys there's you know there is a right. particular part of of us that that's right that, that chafes really 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 easy you and i have talked <laughs> you and i have talked <laughs> about this because usually cheap shirts are what cause it right we wear exactly cotton, cotton. or really cheap dry fit and and i i swear they've it's got little tiny razor blades yes <laughs> Um, and body glide takes care of that. You know, one of the things I didn't know though, when I went to buy body glide or fill in the name of whatever it is, cause I don't think that's the brand I use, but I got the bottle, I got the squirt bottle, right? So that you uh-huh. would you know, kind of, and then apply it in areas that are going to get chafed from there. Right. Well, I saw, uh, I saw somebody had a, had a roll on or a, like a deodorant stick that would, that had, really? yeah, body glide. yeah. And so that's that, that made it really easy to apply. And then you don't have your hands all dirty and, yeah, like, you know, uh, a mess. Before the race. Right. And, you know, yeah. So uh, that's the first I had seen of that. So there's, not, a, there's a little tip. And you want to make sure that you use like a body glide or something, something like that because it's antibacterial, whereas other glides aren't antibacterial. Oh, yeah. You're more likely to um, catch a rash from it or something. Yeah. So that's well, something to think about too. But your shoe stores and sports stores, they'll carry you. Yeah, I think you can find all that you stuff online. That. And then, um, and I also, what have you been hydrating with for your runs? Do you prefer Gatorade or do you prefer another type of drink or water? What works for you? Hydration. That's the yes. question. Yeah, it's really important. You know, and I am terrible at hydration. I don't drink enough water. I should be drinking 8 to 12 glasses of water every day, and I don't. Right? I drink 8 Actually, to 12 cups of coffee. <laughs> Coffee dehydrates you. The caffeine acts as a diuretic and actually you may need more than 8 to 12 ounces because you want half of your body weight in ounces when you're drinking water. And then if you're working out, you want to add an extra 8 ounces per half hour that you're working out. 
So that's a lot of water. I need to drink more water. I'd probably feel better if I did that. Have you heard this? Okay, someone told me that um, there's this article about eight um, glasses a day is a total myth and your body doesn't need that much. And I'm, I was thinking about it. I'm like, that is not right. I don't believe the article at all because um, – so I don't know, subconsciously, I must have been like listening to it because I wasn't drinking as much water last week and I noticed more wrinkles in my skin really? and I, yes, wow. because uh, it hydrates your skin and acts kind of like a moisturizer, you know, but, and makes your skin more elastic, water does. But then um, I was noticing I was eating more just because I was thirsty and then the runs, like on the weekend when I was running with you, I'm like, I'm just, oh my gosh, I was so thirsty. I could not drink enough. So it was catching up to me. I'm like, see, this article, that's just a big myth. Yeah. Well, I think you need to hydrate. If you're thirsty, it's too late. You, you exactly. Need to be, yeah. You need to be hydrating in some kind of way, especially if you're thirsty and you're running. It's too late. You know, it's it, way too late. It's, um, I, I always say just to have a glass of water around you and be drinking yes. just as much as you can. Although on the flip side of that, I have done that some days where I have like a glass of water in my hand all afternoon and I, I go into the afternoon workout just kind of you know, bloated, just <laughs> waterlogged. Yeah. So that's a real struggle because I, you know, I don't want too much because it just sloshes right. around in your stomach. Um, well, you could stop drinking half an hour beforehand, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, there's just so many rules. I, uh, I just say if I'm thirsty, I, I drink. And yes. if I'm, if I'm hungry, I eat. Yes. And uh, and and if you if you do that and you do it in moderation, the danger for me we've talked about this before. The danger for me is these meals after nine p.m. Ooh, that's dangerous. Very yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Because um, so the latest you definitely want to eat is eight p.m. I mean, try not to eat after that. But your body goes into this deep sleep mode from midnight to 4 p.m. If you eat after 8 o'clock p.m., your body is pulling its blood to digest the food that you ate that late. And then you're not able to get into that deep sleep starting at midnight till 4 a.m. And so you're going to be uh, more tired the next day because you weren't able to hit that cycle. Yeah. Well, and sleep is another thing that we don't probably get enough of. And, like uh, and last so. night, I went to bed too late. <laughs> I know. I went <laughs> to bed like, at midnight and got up at five and didn't sleep very well. Either. Not Like I went to bed quality. at – I had the same situation. I went to bed at 11 and got up at four or a little after, a little after 11, a little after four. And this morning, like that first loop, I was just dragging. I'm like, oh, what is the deal? But then when we picked up the pace, just like how it was for you on Saturday, then I felt so much better. I was in yeah. the groove. I'm like, yeah. So, Jim, yeah. we're just going to have to run faster. It works better for I us. Think, I think you're right. I'll be honest with you. I think the slower running has been hurting me. And, and, yes, but I think I, so. I think to get ready for Corporate Cup, which is the local 10K, 15,000 people in Omaha type thing, I think I, we just need to start stringing together longer, faster miles faster. and then put two of those together and three of those together and five of those together and, you know, type thing. And we'll just have to, we'll have to work on it. I, I am looking forward to some cooler weather. Me too. And, and the, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that brisk fall morning when we're oh, out there running nice. about 45 or 50 degrees. And it's just, I mean, that. That would be that's, great. 
that's the best. So that is bugs are going away and the leaves are changing colors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After this summer, I am I am ready for some fall. Jamie, How has your nutrition been? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Do you have anything else <laughs> that you'd like to talk about? Yes. Um, I do have no. this great article. I oh, was good. I got out of it. <laughs> it's been terrible. And, oh no. Um, well maybe this will, um, persuade you. So I've been reading the wellness report by Dr. Baylock and he is a medical doctor and nutritionist and he has been convinced, well been doing research on nutrition and he was reading on how eating a lot of foods with MSG in it, monosodium glutamate and um, additives and a lot of sugar and sodium, they are just bad bad news for our brain because our brain cannot process the chemicals correctly like the glutamate and the dopamine serotonin um so these processed foods will um slow down the hormones that tell the brain you know to make us um feel better to lower our anxiety levels or lower our fear or lower our hate levels and sometimes um too much sugar will increase too much excitement in the brain and so that causes you know that could cause um hyperactivity and just too much anxiety and so um, by decreasing your sugar levels and eating five to ten servings of high nutrient vegetables per day, high nutrient as in your green vegetables and your orange vegetables and red vegetables, minus the white and the yellow, um, and then eating organically raised meats because they don't have additives in it and whole grains and purified drinking water, then we are able to regulate our moods and um, lower our depression. So it was very interesting. So what we eat does play a role on the hormones that are sent to our brain and what our brain produces in our body and tells our body to do. And then it also decreases our addiction to foods. So that's something to think about. Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, we could talk. We could do a whole show about that. I mean, it's just it's difficult to find today some of those uh, you know some of those kinds of foods that 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 you really need and the and the growth. You know we we're growing for the first time ever. I actually have a vegetable plant, so I have a tomato plant. You do growing on the deck, right? Usually I grow flowers, but you can't eat flowers, right? And uh, <laughs> and so a neighbor came over in the spring and said, "Hey, I have two extra um, tomato plants." Oh, nice. And I said, well, I'll plant them. So I grew them. And we're getting, you know, they're the little, they're not, they're not quite cherry tomatoes, but they're the, you know, the dollar size. Yeah. Uh, um, Medium size little ones. Yeah. And today I just pulled one off, washed it, and just ate it right there. Oh, was, I love that. It's so tasty. It was like, oh, I got to do I got to do more of this. So Sarah was like, hey, I'm going to make bruschetta out of those. And so I, I was like, oh, well, shoot. Um, <laughs> But, but you yeah, just ate it in the healthiest form possible. It was great, right off the vine. I mean, it was literally. I had picked it just a minute before, so. Uh, delicious. Yeah, that's always good. So, well, Jamie, we're coming to the end of our time. It always oh, goes. Wow. It always goes so fast. But you know what? We we're on track. We've got. A, we figured out a way to be able to get this podcast in now. Uh, you know, without uh, you that's know, true. we were always dependent on lunchtime. 
exactly. uh, at Gallup and, and yes. going in the studios, and now we can pull this off, and we'll figure out more ways. You know, it'd be great to kind of hear from folks. We've, yes, with, it would. With, with this being almost the 40th podcast, uh, we'd like to get some feedback on what you like, what you don't like. Do we ramble on too much about stuff? Do <laughs> Um, you know, what's called do fitness. Do you think we do, Jim? Uh, Sometimes I do. I know. I don't know about you. You you give some good content. I just kind of babble. Um, we we one of the things I know this this the uh, what I've heard in the past is uh, more technology. And yes. and uh, and so we, we we need to work on that. That's that's, that's probably true. an area we can improve on. Hmm. Um, this morning uh, we took off to run, and I realized I did not have a single piece of technology and on that me. That is not like you, Jim. I didn't have my watch. I didn't have I didn't have anything. I didn't even have my I didn't have my sunglasses. I was lucky I had a hat. I brought my you know I brought a towel because it's been so hot. Right, um, but I literally no phone, no. I didn't have. I didn't. I left my keys in the car. I just, I just, I would. I ran. I was just oh. going to run. So, Luckily, I had my Garmin to keep us under control. Although it's been taking a while for the satellites to collect, so I'm going to start it while I'm in the car. So that way, by the time we're ready to run, it's ready to go. Hold your arm out the window. Yeah. I um I need to get uh I, I'm I'm really interested. I've never liked those old Garmin two oh five, three oh five, four oh fives because they're it's like a brick house on your arm. You know, yeah. they're just a big, beefy, square looking, ugly, right? right? And the new generation of Garmin watches actually look like watches. They do. And I'm not a jewelry guy, I wear a wedding ring and that's about it. But if I had a Garmin watch that looked like that, I might, uh, you know, look like a watch. I might consider wearing that. So that's one of those things I think I'm going to add to my Christmas list. The, the big drawback is just the expense. They are so expensive. It's about 250 Right. Know, uh, about 250 retail. I think you could probably get them as cheap as 199 in some places. But mm-hmm. so I don't know. Maybe I can get Garmin to send me a review unit for the podcast. I, well, I can review it. There you go. Lucky for me, my birthday's in January, so I'm like, count it as Christmas and my birthday and Valentine's Day the oh, month after. Oh, <laughs> man. That's like triple witching Friday for you. <laughs> it is, but I don't mind. I'm like, oh, I want it. Just count it for all of that. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> well, I'm a little torn because I, I, I also want to get a, a nice podcasting microphone oh. that that I can. I've been podcasting on a headset, and the microphone that I use is pretty good. It works but I'd like to get, you know, a nice and those are about a hundred bucks. Okay. So that blows the Christmas budget. I, I you know, it's a yep. watch. It's right. kind of a watch in two years worth of Christmas presents. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this Christmas and next Christmas. I know. Or I maybe I gotta maybe I gotta take a part time job or something. <laughs> yeah. Or when's your birthday? My birthday's not till May. Oh wow! Well, yeah, see, it's that kind of it's it's May twenty sixth, so it's or your anniversary. Almost, yeah, well, we, we don't do anniversary gifts. Oh well. Yeah. So, anyways, so I have to figure out how to how to find a way to score. I saw those watches when I was at CES, and uh, oh, cool. They looked they looked very very cool. So, huh. but I'm kind of gone. I thought you know I'm the tech guy, and that's and right. I thought I would use all kinds of tech, and I have. In my running and in my workouts, I'm really down to the lowest tech possible. It's kind of weird. You simplified on me. <laughs> I know. 
Isn't that weird? It is. I'm like, no. Jim, I don't hear Jane speaking to us. <laughs> I don't see anything on your wrist. I know. What's going on? I know. The other day I was running with Dave and Dan. And, and Jane spoke up. You know, Jane is the voice of my GPS on my phone. Yes. And uh, Jane spoke up and they both looked at me really funny. And ironically, it was the hottest day of the, of the summer. And we were out running with a bunch of guys, you know, during lunch. And it said something like uh, 0.0, you know, yeah, 0.0 miles for a zero pace. And the, the GPS had shut off. So I couldn't even, she was Aww. like taunting me the whole run with zero miles. You are getting nowhere. Pick it up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I was running. So right. I, Sometime technology can let you down. Well, Jamie, I'll let folks know we put out a plea for uh, for some feedback. And as yes. we make a transition with this podcast, folks can contact us, podcast at theaverageguy.tv. And uh, I always forward those notes over to Jamie. And so that will help us get on track. Jamie, yes. now that you're home, you'll get an opportunity to do some more blogging. And, That's right. Uh, build in some podcasting. So we look forward to that as well. Folks, and, go ahead. Um, Listeners, if you can write to us one thing that you're proud of that you did fitness-wise and nutrition-wise this week, that would be great. And um, so I went to Sam's Club. I want to switch to Costco, but my um, Sam's Club is almost up. But I bought um, blueberries, raspberries, cherries, and pineapple. So I'm super proud of that. Nice. I'm like, you know what? We don't need to eat popcorn or crackers for a snack for the kids we can just you know snack on all that fruit and i made blueberry pancakes this morning after a run oh, and omelets nice. wow <laughs> you didn't even invite me over <laughs> I, I, I should have i'm like no, oh. i had to get to church <laughs> i i raced home showered and raced over and oh. uh, made it just in time and, and were you uh, still sweating in church i was <laughs> i was <laughs> It was hot. I got to wear shorts, though. Our church is very oh, casual, that's good. so I got to, I got to wear shorts, and, and that works out well. Um, I'll also remind folks um, we've been doing a little a little podcasting experiment that we call Spartan Radio um, over at blog uh, blog.spartanrace.com. Carrie Adams, who used to be here on the Fitness Tech Podcast, has branched off. Her and I have branched off, and and uh, we are now podcasting around Spartan Racing. So if you haven't check that out. We usually do a podcast every week. Uh, our schedules are so crazy. There's never a definite time to do that, but those numbers have been really good. You can check that out blog. I think it's blog.spartanrace.com. So that as well as everything else over at theaveragueguy.tv, fitness tech and financial tech. Jamie, have a great week. I probably Thank won't uh, get a chance to talk to you very much during the week, but we'll throw some runs in on the weekend. And, uh, That's right. And we'll be back uh, next weekend to do another Fitness Tech Podcast. Perfect. And um, the exercise for the week is lunges. Oh. Yes. Whether stationary, walking, alternating. And how many, how many of those should I do? I, certainly, I don't do them every day. So no, Every other day. Okay. Just do two sets of 20. Okay. Yes. All right. I'll do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Perfect. How's that Thank sound? Thank you. All right. Sounds great. Okay. That's all the right. challenge. Jamie, have a good week, and, and we'll do it all over again next week. It's a Fitness Tech Podcast. See ya. That's great. See ya. Thank you.